0: The voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Devo. And the Royals move to 10 and 6 in extra innings. That makes them sound like a wild card team in the NFL. And more importantly, KC clinches home field in the first round. The ALDS, most likely against Texas, as KC moves to 91 and 67 after a clutch 10-inning 5-3 win. And it's O glad you're here for another edition of Your Dish on Clubhouse Conversation. A much happier edition tonight as compared to, well, I don't know, the entire month of September, which thank God is over now for KC. We're going to preview the beginning of October baseball tomorrow. The series finale here coming up in about five minutes. We'll go over that on Clubhouse Conversation. First, though, our player of the game, and it's got to be Haas tonight. Eric earns his 11th Clubhouse Conversation Player of the Game Award of the season as he hits the third Royals home run of the game in the 10th. And that's off of high-power closer David Robertson. A two-run shot for Haas. How about that? And that's the hit Casey needed to get Wade Davis into the game. He goes 1-2-3 with a K in the 10th inning for his 15th save of the year. Wade Davis now a 0.96 ERA. But that's getting ahead of ourselves. Let's go back. Let's start with the work of Edinson Volquez tonight. The most underrated portion of this game was Volquez. Because, yes, the Royals hit three home runs. They get the big extra inning win. It's easy to forget about Volquez, who, stuff-wise, was really good. Maybe a mile or two per hour uh, topping and sitting more than he normally does. And that could be that Volquez knows he's got, what, nine days off till his next start? When his next start would be, what, Sunday? Game three? Most likely in Texas the way things look now. So Volquez maybe letting it all out there a little bit more than normal. But a pretty good outing overall. I mean, like he you know, his command wasn't the best ever, but he only walked one guy. Six innings, struck out five, gives up one run on nine hits does Volquez. So six innings, one run on nine hits, and that finishes the regular season barring a relief appearance on Sunday. And maybe the Royals will bring him in relief. He's at 198 and a third innings pitch. Be nice to see him get 200 innings for the first time. Would he come in for two innings? Potentially. It's a side day. Although I don't know if there's bonuses in that contract. Maybe there's something that says, you know, he gets an extra $200,000 or something. In that case, the Royals might want to think twice. Who knows? That's an interesting situation to think about, right? I'm guessing there's probably something in there—a clause for 200 innings. It's a pretty big goal for a starting pitcher. I and mean, Dayton Morales says he wants a thousand innings, his dream out of his starting rotation. So who knows? We'll see. Maybe he'll get in there. But even if not, 198 and a third innings pitched, 13 and nine with a 3.58—pretty much what anybody wanted, and then some. The most very optimistic probably thought this is what he would be. The most optimistic. The realistic, or those that call themselves kind of seeing it how it is, would probably think he wouldn't have done quite as good. They probably would have thought more like 175 innings and more like a four ERA versus 198 and 358. Great season, though. If it, if it, if it was the end of his regular season, a nice way to wrap it up, although it would be nice to get him a win. But Volquez did a nice job of battling. It started in that first inning. and get the pop-up of Carlos Garcia, the struggling hitter, to get him out of that jam. And did just did, did well. Got the Royals through six, and then the bullpen came in, and I didn't think they looked bad at all. You know, a couple guys give up runs. First, Luke Hochaver giving up the booming home run to Jose Abreu. No shame in that. Gets out of it without that. You know, besides that, with no damage. Kelvin Herrera comes in, does give up a run on two hits and a walk. Very borderline walk. Seen a lot of those recently, haven't we? Ryan Matson unavailable, by the way. Got some tweets at Royals Clubhouse. Where's Matson? I thought it was, you know, him in the seventh inning. It is, but he's throwing in four of the last six, so he was unavailable this evening, But overall, the pitching looked good. One other thing I wanted to talk about on defense is, and there wasn't any spectacular plays by him, but I'm really starting to notice, especially tonight, Alex Gordon moving around better and left. Isn't he? Did you notice that too? Just seems like he's moving around better out there. Looks more like Alex Gordon. We saw him cut off a ball at the bat of Tyler Flowers and hold him to a single that maybe he doesn't make a week or two ago. Just looks good. Came running in, jogging in on a couple of catches. Nothing spectacular, but he looks steady, and it looks like he's getting back to Alex Gordon on defense, and that's good to see, especially with his home run. And Let's get to the offense now. Because Gordo hits a home run tonight to get the, the offense started, ties the game at one in the third inning, his 13th home run of the year. Then Mike Mustakis hits his... Career high and and mounting, 22nd home run on the 6th. Haas, as we said, the big two-run shot in the 10th, that's his 18th. And speaking of the 10th, let's also talk about Ben Zobras. Interesting with the lineup tonight. Ned shakes it up a bit, puts Alcides Escobar back in the leadoff spot. And that's how it was, obviously, 90% of this season and how it was beginning around the first week of September last year. It got the Royals kind of going. And Escobar's been struggling. He continues to, 0-5 with two Ks tonight. So I'm assuming it's a short-term thing. Interesting that he left Ben Zobrist in the two-hole because like Gordo, who got moved to number eight for the first time since 2010, uh, you know, he got Zobrist up there in the two-hole despite being over his last 16. But he does break that with a knock there in the 10th. And in fairness to him, also hit a laser beam that Trace Thompson completely stole a double and two RBIs from him in yesterday's game. So, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, are you worried about the offense? Not really. And I, I was worried in the 7th, by the way, though, with Lorenzo Kane. I was holding my breath when he fouled that ball off of his knee uh, that was Had had flashbacks to Jermaine die there for a brief second when he shattered his leg on a play like that. So it looks like Kane, knock on wood, has a contusion slash bruise. I imagine he'll get out there probably on Saturday. Maybe see Kane one to two more starts before the playoff start. Almost a lock, I would think, that Dyson's out there tomorrow in center field. Although it's against a lefty, so who knows? Maybe they go Orlando out there tomorrow. We'll preview that game here in a second. But nice to see Sobras get the knock. And, yes, I do imagine that this will be a short-term thing. I'm pretty sure Escarrel will be back in that nine hole come the start of the playoffs a week from tomorrow. So, overall, a nice win for Kansas City. They remain, by the way, if you want to look at it in realistic terms, two full games behind Toronto, who splits the doubleheader today with Baltimore. Two full games back with four to go. KC's got to go 4-0. Toronto's got to go 2-2 and if the Royals want home field. Or if the Royals go 3-1, Toronto's got to go 1-3. Toronto wins three of their last four. They have it locked up. So probably that's over at this point. And probably it's best for the Royals to just focus on getting a couple more wins here. Get the pitching how you want it lined up. Keep guys healthy and get a couple more guys going. Get Gordo going a little bit more. Get Zobris going a little bit more. It'll be nice to see get a couple of knocks. And then besides that, just stay healthy and move towards the playoffs. You at least do have home field. You guarantee that tonight against Texas, most likely in that first round. The Rangers defeat Detroit again tonight. Barring a meltdown, that will be the Royals' first round opponent, barring a meltdown from Toronto or Texas. So the series finale tomorrow matches Chris Medlin and John Danks. <laughs> Me, the ibity jibities. Thank God the Royals don't see him in the playoffs. Six times this year, they've seen him six for six. Six series, six appearances. Doesn't happen real often. Medlin, five and two, a four, three, oh. Danks, seven and 14, a four, five, three. Medlin, of course, coming off a bad start against Cleveland. He is pitching for his playoff life. Although I did hear an interview with Ned Yost this morning where he said, Chris Young is most likely going to help the Royals out of the bullpen and Profile's better out of the bullpen. So that pretty much says Medlin's in the rotation barring a complete meltdown or barring the Royals getting down in the series 2-1 to one, where you want to bring back Cueto or Ventura on short rest there in that first round. Then you would skip Medlin as well. But let's hope that, let's hope Medlin does get a couple starts in the postseason because A, that means the Royals make it to at least the ALCS and B, that means he's throwing well and they're not panicked. So that you know, let's pray that he does get some starts, starting off with a, a good one tomorrow. Against Cleveland, his last outing three and two thirds, six runs on nine hits. Has seen the Sox twice this year, has medlin, including one start, five and two thirds, seven runs and eleven hits. So none of that is good. We're going to move on and hope for a good outing tomorrow. Johnny Dank's lifetime, by the way, is married to Ashley Monroe, a very nice country singer who I've met. They live in Nashville. She's a country artist. Check her out. That's his wife. But Dank's ten and two lifetime against the Royals with a two five seven. Last time out versus the Royals. September 4th, complete game, one run, seven hits, five Ks, blah, 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 blah. We will see what happens here as the Royals have one game left with the White Sox, and then they put the cap on the 2015 regular season with a trip to Minnesota. Then it's home for KC, where there'll be a pep rally. The Royals announced that today out of the K. Team store will be open, food will be open, that kind of stuff next Wednesday, and then you have Thursday and Friday games at the K, as the playoffs get going. I can't wait. But first things first, let's stay healthy. Let's get a couple guys' bats going, and let's see if we can't get a few more wins here. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Toronto will will cooperate and we'll still lock down home field. Thanks for listening again on Clubhouse Conversation. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Follow us, by the way, on Twitter, at Royals Clubhouse, on Facebook, Clubhouse Conversation, and we will talk to you soon. Go Royals!